What's going on, everybody? It's Yaga here, and welcome to Yaga Rambles. Whoo! And, uh, man, I tell you, I don't know what's going around. Like, people are sick everywhere. And I, don't, I think it's just, like, I have a dry nose. It doesn't feel like I have a cold, but it's not allergies. Like, my nose is itching, and I'm sneezing, but it doesn't feel like a cold or allergies. So, I, I have no idea what the hell it is. <laughs> oh, man. How we doing? How we doing? How we doing? How we doing? How we doing out there? We're doing good. Uh, anybody catch the Royal Rumble last night? Are you anybody a WWE fan out there? If you guys know, I'm, uh, I I go in and out of the WWE. Uh, after I came home, I do have the WWE Network, and I watched the Royal Rumble and saw Triple H uh, become WWE Heavyweight Champion, throwing Roman Reigns over the top. And I must say. This Rumble was a lot better than last year. Last year's was bullshit. This Rumble this year, much more entertaining. Uh, it had a much better flow than it did to last year's Royal Rumble, and I was glad to see Roman Reigns uh, lose. I thought he was going to keep it, and I thought they are just going to keep it rolling, but eh, no. Authority rules. Go McMahons. <laughs> and Triple H is back wrestling now. I was like, ah, come on. I kind of just wish Triple H would stay retired. You know, he's supposed to be retired, you know, like, stay that way, but whatever. Um, that would have been cool if Dean Ambrose would have uh, knocked over Triple H and become the Intercontinental Champion and the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. That would have been fucking awesome. But it is what it is. It was entertaining, man. I like, you know, good matches, real fun. The Royal Rumble is definitely my favorite pay-per-view of all the WWE events. You know, next to WrestleMania, I think the Royal Rumble was always my favorite. I just like seeing like all those like thirty dudes in the ring like at one time fighting. I just think it's cool. You know, it's kind of hard to maintain order in that kind of matchup. So, my hats off to those guys because I sure as hell couldn't do it. <laughs> oh man, and I was thinking today, man, what are some of the uh, worst jobs you ever had? And um, my worst job. I've I've done all kinds of shit, man. I've mostly done sales, customer service, retail, things like that. The kind of jobs for a person who like myself, who's a creative mind, you know, uh, does because I, I, you know, I hate being told what to do and I hate working for other people. <laughs> I love to work for myself. You know, right now, uh, what I do with this podcast and my YouTube channel. You know, isn't quite making the money to where I can just quit my day job, but you know, it would be wonderful someday, but we'll see how things go. I'm worried about right now. We'll see how the future is. Um, worst job, man. Uh, I worked at Subway for three days <laughs> when I was like 15. I had my little worker's permit so I can work there. And I lasted a whole three days at Subway before I said, fuck this. And I was out, you know, it, it was, ah, I shit show, man. Uh, you know, my f- like first day, it's like a lunch rush. Didn't know anything yet. Like, you get some lettuce and tomatoes and some extra cheese and you know what I was like, what the hell's going on? Like, I, I couldn't handle it. <laughs> so I was like, I made up some excuse. I told them I hurt my wrist and I had to be out for a while. They're like, that's cool. We'll just take you off the, uh, we'll just take you off the schedule. Yeah. Uh, I just never came back. <laughs> Not the best start to a work ethic, but I was 15. Come on, people. I was young. I was just a kid. You know, no 15-year-old is going to be at that job forever. Or at least I hope not. But, uh, yeah, that job sucked, man. So my hat's off to you Subway people slinging those sandwiches. <laughs> I couldn't do it. 
And what else did I do? I, I was like right after that, I was a busboy at a restaurant. It was like another one of my first jobs. That wasn't bad. You know, I, I busted, bust the tables. I got tipped out at the end of the night and I got a free meal, you know, for this little local place where I live called Select Restaurant, which is still in existence. Little mom and pop it was owned by this Greek guy. I forget what the fuck his name was, but he was a big old fat Greek guy. He was funny. <laughs> and, uh, it was cool, man. Like, you know, getting, it was not, not a not bad gig being a bus boy. I think it's a respectable gig, you know, and, uh. Anybody who works in food service or any retail job, you know, I, I, my hat's off to you. I have a certain, I have, I've been on that side of the fence, so I have a respect, you know, if you've never done it before, you know, there's, there's one thing I believe in this world that everybody should work like two weeks should be like a mandatory, like serving in a restaurant, uh, working at like Walmart for like two weeks. And you could see what those people put up with on a daily basis, you know? Go, go take that for two solid weeks, you know? If you're like some corporate office person and you get stuck going into Walmart, yeah, go do that. Let's see how you do. Because, <laughs> you know, let's be honest, not every job's for everybody in this world, you know? I, I'm not a labor kind of guy. I, I don't do hard labor jobs, you know? I, I couldn't be a construction guy. I just don't have it in me. I got bad lungs, and I don't even smoke, <laughs> you know? I just I don't have that... Uh, state of mind or capability, you know, I'm more, I've always been a man of, of, of uh, a daydreamer, you know, I've been in the clouds being creative, I used to write short stories, uh, coming up with all kinds of crazy things, I lived in dreamland when I was a kid, I was never in reality, and I think I still am living in dreamland, even as an adult, <laughs> that's what I'm doing, man, it's fucking daydreaming, coming up with crazy ideas, things to do, all comedy sketches, new things I can like show interest in, all kinds of stuff, man. I'm all over the place. Um, but I think that's just how I am. That's how I'm wired. I, I can't stay in one th- spot for too long or do something for too long. I get bored. And once I'm, if I master, if I can master it, I'm like, yeah, I'm done with this. So on next thing, you know, that's just how it is. That's how it is, man. Oh yeah. That's how it is. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, what else have I done? Oh, man, I've, uh, you know, waited tables. I still do right now. And uh, uh, the good thing about that, it's a flexible gig when, you, when you're when you working at a restaurant, man, because you can literally travel anywhere in this country and find a job like, like, like that because, you know, everybody needs a bartender or server. That's the best traveling gig. If you really want to travel the world, ugh, excuse me, ugh, that's like the job to have is a... Uh, serving gig because you can just you know get a job anywhere you're like oh, i feel like you know i want to live in vegas for like a few months you're like okay you can find a job out in vegas granted if you're a bartender server out there that's kind of like the cream of the crop those guys out there i found out you know vegas they have like a union a server's union that if you're in there they pay you like 15 bucks an hour plus all the tips man that's the shit that's a freaking livelihood but it's vegas you know people dropping all kinds of crazy cash there on a daily basis huh but uh, what else? I sold suits, Armani suits. Yeah, that's right. Good shit. I still have uh, like six Armani suits. They don't fit me anymore because I have put on pounds in the last ten years. I have put on some pounds. The pants uh, just don't just don't cut it. But I'm not getting rid of them because uh, yeah, those suits are worth more than my little car I drive. <laughs> they ain't going away, and I ain't giving them away to Goodwill. Yeah, I gave one suit away to a gentleman I knew. Uh, just because I like them, and uh, I was like, here you go, you could probably get more use out of this than me, so it went to a good home, 
<laughs> oh, what else? Uh, I sold cars. Yeah, I used to work for Toyota. Uh, yeah, it was a shit show for me. It didn't work out too well, like, because I'm not a good car salesman. I'm too nice. I'm too nice. I, uh, you know, I couldn't close the deal. That's That was my fault. I can get everything else perfect, but, like, you know, I think, well, looking back, I was just trying to, like, do the sales, like, the way they were telling me. Like, it, where I worked, they had, like, this step process, and you're like, you need to follow the step process. So, like, I would try to follow the step process, and it never felt natural to me. It always felt like some bullshit that I was just rounding off and, like, going down the checklist of things I had to do. Because I'm more of a guy, if I just talk to you, I'll probably get you to buy something from me. Like, I'm a great marketer. I can market the shit out of anything. Like, I market the shit out of my channel. Like, everybody I talk to, I was like, hey, here's one of my business cards. Bam, check it out, you know? I'm all over the place. I did that when I was in a band, man. I had flyers, all kinds of shit ready to go. I'm a marketing person. And marketing's different than selling shit, people. Let's get that straight. Now, I think when I look back at that job, uh, like I said, I was just trying to follow their little... You know, they used to get so bent out of shape, man. It's a shit show. You know, picture being yelled at every day by, like, your significant other, but on, like, a ten times greater level at this job. You know, if you had low self-esteem, good luck <laughs> selling cars. And some dudes do it, man, but you could tell they're, like, broken down men, you know. That just wasn't me. I was just too nice, so it didn't work out. But it was a good experience. Definitely a good experience selling cars because now I know, like, inside information, you know. So when I go to buy a car... Uh, I know their little tricks. I know the little uh, little things they're trying to do to get you to agree to something and blah, 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 you know? So I know what buttons to push. And uh, that's a nice advantage, especially going through life, you know, uh, when you need to get a car. So like I said, you can, you can no matter how bad a situation is in your life, what kind of job you work, wherever, dude, you can get something out of, doing anything you know i got a lot out of selling cars um i got a lot out of just working at subway for three days believe it or not i got how much i don't like it <laughs> you know um selling suits wasn't bad man the clientele were cool i used to get people in there so much that were just uh buying like three four five thousand dollars on clothes like it was nothing oh oh god damn it fuck you link ah stupid cat Oh my god, my cat is such an asshole. His name is Link, and yes, I named him Link from Zelda. Yeah, that's where I got the name. You've heard of me bitch about this cat before because he likes to open the door because he's a dick. You say, why don't you just lock the door? I'm like, there's no lock on the door, people. So the cat can just push it open. If he wants to be an asshole, he can. <laughs> oh, yeah. What was I saying? Fuck was I saying? I don't even remember. See? That fucking distraction. I got lost. I got lost. Oh, uh, no, uh, learning, learning. Yeah, I, I take away something from all the experiences in life, man. You know, uh, like now I'm a damn good negotiator, you know. Uh, I can negotiate the shit. I don't pay no list price for nothing. Yeah, especially when I'm at my toy shows, man. I am, <laughs> I'm a soldier when I go into that stuff. And that's, I guess that's something to be proud of. <laughs> yeah, I could really wheel and deal out those toy vendors. <laughs> sounds terrible when you say it like that but let's just say uh, you know negotiating skills help uh when you're making purchases in life especially when there's room to barter and there's room for you know negotiations so oh man oh cool i picked up dude oh cool i was at target real quick i picked up these awesome world of nintendo figures and they are um 30th anniversary edition 
little figures, and what's badass about them is they are 8-bit Mario figures. And there's a whole series, and uh, it's 8-bit Mario, 8-bit Luigi when they're in small form, and they're like 3D 8-bit, dude. They're so awesome, little vinyl figures. And it was like 350 for these things. There's a Donkey Kong, too, if you look on the back. And um, there's also the Link, which I really want to track down. I want that 8-bit Link. But these are fucking sweet, dude, from my uh, Nintendo collection. So I had to pick these up, man. It was like 6 bucks. Come on. Couldn't pass them out. They're fucking cool. I'll, uh, I'll have to snap a picture of them later or add them to a Collector's Core video. Not quite worth making an entire Collector's Core video about it, but I'll throw them up on the old Facebook page. Y'all can take a look at it. Or maybe even on this page. I don't know what I'm talking about right now. <sighs> so, yeah. Uh, I feel for the people over on the... Uh, East Coast there with this blizzard, man, and some of the states that never get snow, you know, like Tennessee, you know, <laughs> they're like, oh, fuck, snow. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah, that was, uh, that was uh, here in Illinois last year. We had a blizzard on the Super Bowl. We had like two feet of snow just rain down on us. It was awesome. I did a video on that. It's an old video. You should watch that. Anybody out there, uh, it's called Blizzard 2015. And uh, it's kind of funny watching myself in those old videos because that's like re- like literally like the first few weeks I was doing my channel. And uh, it's just funny, you know, the way I talked. I mean, it's still a good video, but you see how I've changed and what I was doing then and what I'm doing now. So it's interesting. It's good. You can even learn from your old self, man. You can look back on yourself, especially with making these YouTube videos, and you can evolve and become uh, a better artist, a better creator, um, you know, just a better person too, by looking back on some of these things. So I think it's, it's a really good thing, man. I love it. I love being able to do that. Love being able to critique, uh, things in the past. I'm not as hard on myself as I used to be. I was always like, everything's gotta be perfect. And I'm like, you know what? I just do what I do, man. And it comes out the way it is. Some people like it. Some people don't. And I know who supports me, who doesn't, you know, so it's all good. Uh, uh, I'll tell you one thing though, man, I fucking hate spending money on shit like, you know you have to, but you don't want to. Like, I just dropped over 500 bucks getting my car check engine light done because it's been on forever. And uh, here in Illinois, we have to take uh, emissions, which is bullshit. Emissions tests, you know, it's supposed to be for environmental crap. But let's be honest, it's just another money scheme. And um, so you got to get that checked out because once they plug your car in, if you got your check engine light, you like automatically fail. And then I have to get my sticker renewed at the end of this month for my license plate, and you can't get that till you got the old pass thing, so I had to go to a shop, spend a bunch of money on it, and I don't even like spending that much money when it's something I buy, you know, uh, like, I yeah, I buy a lot of, like, collective stuff, but it's like, you know, little, it's never a large amount of money at one time, you know, it's 20 bucks here, 50 bucks there, you know, I never just drop five, 600 bucks on something just because, you know, uh, even if I like it, it's, it's hard for me to make those big purchases because, one, I'm not fucking rich. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of people you can relate, you know, even if it's something you really want, like you're, you you ever feel that, you're just like going to buy it and then you're like, oh, God, you get that little bit of buyer's remorse once you do it. You're like, fuck, was this, should I have bought this? I mean, fuck, I just did it last week. I bought a fucking printer, okay? It's a $60 printer. It wasn't even fucking expensive, okay? Bought a printer, 60 bucks. With a twenty dollar freaking you know printer cable, so I spent like eighty five bucks total, okay, 
And I'm sitting here because I, I haven't had a printer in like years because I don't print garbage out of my computer because I don't have the need to print anything out. And if I ever needed something printed out, I would just put it on a flash drive and go to Office Max and give them like 10 cents for a copy because that's just what I fucking did. So I just decided to get a printer. Even even that I've been questioning. I'm like, do I really need this? Should I go back and get my 85 bucks? Do do I want this printer? I mean, you know, I don't really need it, but it would be convenient if I had to print something out. Like I'm just, this is a struggle. People in my mind that I'm constantly struggling with. If I need a fucking printer, isn't that ridiculous? <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe some people can relate to me out there. Like I just, I like spending money on things I like. But then at the same time, if it's like a big, even if it's little purchases, it's anything. I'm like, I don't know. Like I know I need my car fixed, but I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> but it wasn't even anything that needed to be fixed. It was the check engine light. I had a fuck. It's just an O2 sensor, so I had to buy it, get that. You know, because it's the computer's telling it's all fucked up. And my car is like half electrical because I drive a piece of shit Saturn that I like to call the space shuttle. And um, so you got to pay for that. And, you know, when you go to a mechanic, you're paying for labor. I mean, I, I do it myself. I just don't have fucking time, man. And it's the middle of winter. I'm not working on a car. It's like, I, I you know, I, I'll put spark plugs in the thing. I'll change the oil. I'll do all that shit. But, you know, I'm not going to be dropping off, you know, taking electrical shit apart. Nah, fuck that. I'll, I'll pay you that extra couple hundred bucks to do it. And that's what you pay for, people. You pay really for all the labor because you're paying somebody else to do that job that you don't want to do. And I don't. <laughs> I did it. I just don't. I know it saves a little bit of money, but, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Still fucking sucks, man. 525 bucks for a sensor and some labor and still may not even be fixed. I got to take it back later this week. But... That's the story of us working middle class, right, man? I feel like we're just always constantly working to just maintain what we got, <laughs> you know? Every time you get a little bit ahead, something happens and it just drags you right behind. Some crazy hidden uh, expense that you didn't think was going to be there or something happens that's going to charge you, you know, just charge a shit ton of money, cause you to spend money. Something. Even if you get, every time, every time I get it, maybe it's just me. Every time I get a little ahead, something happens. Uh, you know, even when I'm careful with my money, something happens, you know, but, eh, I guess that's just a story of us, man, a story of us, sort of us working class citizens, you know what I mean, we sit here, so us Americans, we do what we gotta do, you know what I mean, we gotta take care of our own and all that stuff, I, I don't know why I just went into a country accent, because it doesn't make any sense like that, so, um, damn it, and I never listen to myself, uh, when I'm on the phone, so I'm gonna pick up the phone right now, hey, here we go. Hello. Hey, babe. I'm in the middle of a podcast. You want to say hi to everybody? Hi, everyone. Hi. She says hi, everybody. It's my lady. Hey, did you oh, I did. I ate at work. Okay. Oh God, no. I'm totally full right now. Thanks. Okay. Love you. Yep, that was my lady, and again, every time I do a podcast, some fucking phone goes. I'll tell you, man, (laughs) no matter, I can have my phone on me all fucking day, not do anything, in the fucking 20 minutes I decide to do a podcast or a video, I get fucking calls, text messages, it never fails, ever. (laughs) Ugh, again. I didn't shut my phone off because you think maybe just this one time because you didn't listen to yourself the last 18 times you didn't turn off your damn phone. Anyway, 
Oh, God. Okay, so working class America um, is what it is. All right, folks, I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, let me know. I, I want to know. What were some some of the shittiest jobs you ever had? i like to know. Oh, I, I forgot to mention I worked at a grocery store. That sucked. They don't know what the hell they're doing. Nobody knows what they're doing. You just go there. Nobody can tell you where anything's at, what's going on. It's the fucking shittiest shit show I've ever seen. Anyway, uh, leave me some comments down below, guys. Be sure to download this episode on SoundCloud.com. Uh, like, share this video off of YouTube. Be sure to follow me on uh, my Facebook, Twitter page, all that stuff. I am on all social media sites, guys. Spread the word. Spread the word of Yaga if you could. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you all for listening, and we will talk to you all later. Bye-bye.